My radio station. Your radio station. Our radio station. The Voice of the Cape. the burning issue on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum and a very good evening to you. Seven minutes after the hour of seven o'clock. My name is Gulam Fakir. I'm in for Yazid Kamaldin this evening all the way through until nine o'clock inshallah. How have you been? It's been a while since you and I have been in contact uh, but hey I've been following the trends and the news and everything else that goes with it and Facebook has been a buzz with many many things um, uh, and one of the things that um, Facebook has been a buzz about um, and I'm going to read some of them uh, a little bit later, some of the comments as we go through the show. So we know, of course, the one thing that is inevitable is death. Um, and that is, of course, something that my, my late grand also taught me. She says to me, my boy, nothing in this life is guaranteed. Nothing in this life is really a reality. The only reality in life is death. Prepare for that. Uh, one of uh, the many wise pieces that she shared with me. But no amount of preparation can obviously ever go into preparing us for this eventuality. Uh, but financial preparation is something important for many families. You and I, especially in those or in these tough economic times, we know that there's a big possibility that our VAT might go up by 16% come the 22nd of uh, uh, February when they um, announce the budget speech. So that's something just to ponder about them. But now, the big question this evening, and I want you to engage with me a little bit um, you know, during the course of the show and as we go along, you know I engage with you through WhatsApp and Facebook and SMSs and stuff. But I want to know from you, do you make use of a bureau society? And is it or has it been effective in terms of providing a service for your family during your time of bereavement? Or do you think it's merely just a money-making business? Do you think that there is a space for corporates to step in to regulate this? We're going to be speaking to Sheikh Riyad Fattah a little bit later from the NGC's perspective as he is the second deputy president and also head of the Cemetery Committee for the NGC. So we're going to get their take on it as well. But that is our burning issue for this evening, a topic we know that our listeners will be very um, engaging in this evening, inshallah. So... This is how you get in contact with me, 072-238-0712. That's my WhatsApp line. It's on 24 hours. You're welcome to what? Well, not when I'm on your I mean, <laughs> in studio. Uh, but 072-238-0712-47913 is my SMS line. And the lines will be open during the um, during the show, um, so you're welcome to at any time give me a call on 021-442-3530. Between all of us, we're going to be engaging on the burning issue this evening. Uh, before we go for some commercial news, let me introduce some of my guests quickly that will be joining me to, uh, for this uh, for the show uh, all the way through until nine o'clock. I've got Ibrahim Solomon. He's the chairperson of the Western Cape Undertakers Forum. Assalamualaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. And uh, then also Mr. Yahya Canfield, who, um, who is an undertaker. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. And uh, it is, I, 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 I thank you for availing yourselves under these circumstances <laughs> to come and chat to me um, uh, about this and then also we, um, in, we we extended an invitation to a um, to another undertaker I'm in Skrida but we couldn't get hold of him and uh, we've, we've also extended an invitation to another guest by um, the name of Putafarid Khan from the Arma Muslim, uh, Muslim Bureau Society. But I'm sure between all of us we are able to engage, we'll, we'll be able to talk, and, and I'm sure that the gentleman in studio will be able to answer some of your questions or concerns or even take some of your suggestions. 
You never know. Um, so yeah, oh seven two two three eight oh seven one two. Get in contact with me as well as four seven nine one three and oh two one four four two three five three zero. Assalamu alaikum, Did you say regulate? With a big smiley face, money, 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 says 0115. <laughs> well, you know what, Mr. 0115, I did say regulate. But that is something that we need to talk about this evening, inshallah. Share your opinions, your comments, be clean, be nice. We don't want, let, let's just set some ground rules quickly. We are not going to open up the lines and then you're going to call and then you're going to say, Oh, puta kulam, fakir, van hillview, met I'm not interested in that. Uh, we are not going to open up the lines. We're not going to slander anybody. If it's open up for, for, for comments, suggestions, say, if you can call in and say, Butayahia, you know what? I do belong to, a, and I'm just making an example, right? Butayahia or Butayabraim, I do belong to a beautiful society. This is what I pay. Yeah. Um, is it a reasonable amount? Can you advise me what I should be looking out for? That kind of thing. Right, it's a, it's a discussion. We're gonna debate. We're gonna we're gonna agree. We're gonna disagree. I can't just tell you just off the record quickly. Um, but I can tell you that Brian had actually a debate before the program even started. But the nicest part about it is, is that we get to learn, and that is important for me. Inshallah. Let's go and pay the bills. On the other side, we'll continue with the burning issue right here on Voice of the Cape. It is the burning issue on Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum. If you have just joined us, let's uh, get into the topic this evening where we are talking about, um, basically in a nutshell, if you think about what we're talking about, we're talking about kifait klopse. I see. Right? Come on, come on, because that was one of the debates on Facebook. What is a kifait klopse? Come on, just really, you don't have to be technical, you don't have to go into detail, but I know Many, many years ago, Tano Nau, my oma took out the praf and a kifite club. In a kifite club's bookie. Right? So let's start there. What, what is a kifite club? A kifite club, Gulam, is basically a burial service. It is, it is an organization that you pay to every month or every week or however, every year, where um, they accumulate the money. And in the, in the event of a, of a janaza, they then pay you out right in former years janazas used to be simple with the kafan and the planks and uh, the hole was the only thing that you required for the for the janaza and because the guy next door the guy down the road would come and hustle or the family and all those things today all those things has changed now, um, Gulam, firstly, let me, let, let me just quickly, you introduced me as the, as the chairperson of the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Forum. Right. Yes. T- tonight, I'll almost probably have to wear two hats. Okay. I'm also the director of a, of a burial service, of a key fight club. Okay. Called Adi Miladad Burial Services. Fantastic. So, 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 yeah, I, 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 I can't, I, I must probably speak more from the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Forum side. Because otherwise I'm going to be biased. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to punt and promote my my burial service. Of course, and I'll send uh, you the bill afterwards. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So 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 I'll speak more from the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers yeah. Forum. Um, 
Lucky Fight Clubs, like, like, like I said, is that organization that collects the monies uh, on a monthly or, or weekly or a yearly basis, mm. and they then provide that service when, in the event of a janaza. Of that people that is listed on that bookie, mm. uh, that, as we know it, and things like that, but times has changed. So right. now we also have to, with a progressive religion as, as Islam, we also have to progress with it. Absolutely. So mm. let's talk about the bookie, if I can bring Patayahia in here as well. Bestaan die bookie nog? Yeah, the bookie bestaan nog. It's still there. Um, and it has to be there, unfortunately. Okay. Um, why, why unfortunately? Because obviously there's, there's family members that's on there. And, and at certain of the Kifite clubs, different societies that they have depending on the amount and the age groups of of the various family members that's on there mm. they they have to go on their own and 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 join up for a burial service for their own depending on how old you are if you are if you are dependent on your own okay give me an example example if you if you're working on your if you're working if you're more than 21 years old am i right to tell you, uh, um, if you're more than 21 years old you have to stand on your own you you open your own burial service. Okay. Um, and that is why the book is there. So, should you run above that age, they automatically delete you from, from that book. Okay. And then you have to join up as, as a new member. However, um, many, of the un, many of the burial services continue with your service, but you are a member on your own. Mm. Um, I'm, I cannot speak for, for burial services because I, I don't belong to any of the burial services. Okay. And yes, with the connection that I have with the various burial services as an undertaker, yes, that is how they would do things mm. um, if you're more than 21 years old. So you, are are, so you are an independent undertaker? Absolutely. And you work with every burial service? Every burial services. Okay, that makes sense. I'm yeah. still trying to understand because I always just thought it's, it's one Okay. Yeah. One body from from the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Forum side. I I would I would think that a burial service, if they promote a burial service, then that burial service should give you that service, including an undertaker. Including an undertaker. Right now, yeah. now I mean, oh, for for the last couple of years now, death registrars came into place. Mm, I was going to get to that. Where yeah? the death yeah. registrar. Uh, or undertaker is the person that goes and signs out the body and things like that. Before it wasn't like that. Before the family had to go to the to the, um, the police station, to the, the police mortuary, station, yeah. And, yeah. and all those things, but not any longer. So the undertaker does all the or the, the death registrar does all those things. So I would I would think as times has progressed, the burial societies or the burial services or the kifite clubs had to progress as well. They should give the people that service. Okay. Yeah, now, I, I would agree with, 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 with Ibrahim. It is, yes, it is happening currently. Yeah, Some yeah. of the burial services, but there's quite a lot that mm. does not bear that services to the community. And I do believe that uh, the... Um, Cemetery Committee under the auspices of the MGC actually yeah. shares that very same sentiment. Yeah. My lines are open 0144 is my WhatsApp line and then also on 47913 is my SMS line. This evening we're talking about Kifai Klopsa or Kifai Klops, as was mentioned at Noken. Mm. We're talking about should the industry be regulated, number one. Number two, and I want to plant the seed because this is how it happened basically on, on Facebook and a lot of people, <laughs> there, there were so many comments I don't even know if, I, if I'm going to have time to go through it. 
But uh, but uh, but but it says I might be stepping up or stepping on some toes. But believe me, it's not my intention. This is what I wrote yesterday at about four o'clock. So here's some perspective. Our family basically buried three loved ones since November last year, and uh, we pray that Allah grant all this is genital fluidos, inshallah. But one of the thoughts that crossed my mind: How does the Kifai clubs actually work? How do you? Or how much do you pay every month, and is it sufficient based on everything that you that needs to be done? Uh, so I, I obviously heard many shocking stories, such as uh, as well as good ones. Actually, one of the shocking stories was that people didn't deliver, or that they just vanished with the people's money in the event of uh, you know of a janaza. But a good story also that I heard was that uh, one of the kifai klopsa or the undertakers yeah. or whatever it may be, that the family didn't have to do anything. Yeah. They just picked up the phone and they said, "Butayahia, we also know." Janaza, and thereafter, Butayahia would sort out, or Buta Ibrahim would sort out everything for them, you know. So that was a good story that some people told. But then all, I can say it, all hell broke loose out on Facebook, mm-hmm. where people started actually pinpointing little things that they feel could be improved on. Yeah. And I think one of the main things that people um, were, were questioning was the lack of communication. And that is the one thing that we're going to talk about this evening. 021-442-3530-072238-0712. We're back right after this. Welcome back to Burning Issue. We're talking about Kifai Clubs. When is it enough and how much money does it cost? And what do people basically get for the money? And what is, if there's a deficit, how does it work? And uh, I think most of the questions also came around with regards to, you know, with, with insurance companies, they've got family policies or yeah. funeral policies. You know, you pay like 26 rena, 26 rena a month for a family of five. Yeah. And then, you know, in an event of a janaza, they will pay out 18,000 rand per member. Um, and the questioning now, whether or not this is worth it because if just by looking at some of the, the, the WhatsApps that came our way, some of the people are saying that ma- they've been paying for so many years, etc. But before we get into the messages, also don't worry, you can keep your messages coming. I'm going to get through that. Um, but I want to also just um, have our gentleman paint the picture for us and give us the facts as it stands, right? So in an event, what does a janaza cost? Let's just put it out there. Okay. A janaza um, can cost you anything between 3,000 rand and 10,000 rand, depending on where you bury. Okay. I was going to ask you now. So and between 3 and 10, what does it consist of? Um, if I say between 3 and 10, the kafan, the hole, the tukamani, the hearse, um, the imam. Okay. All those things. If you talk of a fully inclusive janaza, uh, everything, everything included, then it, it it can cost you between uh, if you if you're looking at, at, at and that includes a death registrar the guy that comes yeah. with the actual fingerprints well. and like yeah. right? okay so all those things a janaza can come to ten thousand if not more but depending on where you bury okay. some some some, some magbaras the holes is between four to four thousand seven hundred rand. Wow. Most of most of the holes, the city cemeteries, their holes is now nine hundred rand, eight eight ninety five. Um, eight eighty five. Eight eighty five. The other magbaras one thousand seven hundred rand in Mowbray, one thousand five hundred rand in uh, um, Johnson. Johnson Road, one thousand five hundred rand in um, uh, Constantia. Constantia. 
uh, and we're only looking at until five o'clock or until four o'clock in mm. Mowbray. If you look at anything over time, it becomes more and more and more. What is over time? If, if, if you have a late burial. Okay. That, um, that is, off, is the after, after five, five. o'clock. Yes. So, well, so, so, so who put those rules in place? Well, this, this, the, 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 city, the city cemetery has, has that, and they're going to introduce that now, where there's going to be an overtime levy of 500 rand. We had a meeting last week, and uh, that, that, that was it. The private but cemeteries, but the but private but cemeteries. But like now, just on that, just on that, you, you're the chairperson or the president of the, of the, or the chairperson of the Western Cape Undertakers Forum, and Butayaka, you're an independent yeah. undertaking that, and you guys are going to go meet with the city to go and see how this works. But just on that point quickly. What for I'm assuming to come here. There are measures in place, you know, sometimes, or, or there are hurdles in place where the body's been released late uh, from, sure. from, uh, from a hospital sure. or from a mortuary. Yes. Yes. You know, and what is our most, at that point in time, what is our only responsibility is to get the body under the ground? Absolutely. Like, to bury as soon as possible. So it does seem like the city is trying to spin something here. Um, unfortunately, if, if, if we go deeper, you will realize that um, the danger that the workers at the cemetery undergo, if they've got to work there after, after it becomes dark. I understand that, but uh, Mr. Solomon, we're not going to bury at 10 o'clock at night. Well, there's people that bury at 10 o'clock at no, but night. That's ridiculous. There's people that bury at 12 o'clock at that's night. That's ridiculous. No, they want to bury at that time. No, but that's they want ridiculous. to get rid of the body from the house or not uh, not get rid of yeah, the yeah, body. Yeah, I get what you're they, saying. They, 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 they want to bury. Uh, um, but it's ridiculous. You find people where when it comes to, to you, you know, we've got this new trend. We've got this new trend now that janazas must be after door, after asr. Ah. And, things. and now in summer, asr is so late. The person died the day before, but we're going to have the janazah after asr. The so, next day, yeah. so we get to the, we get to the magbara, uh, we get to the masjid, we perform salatul asr now in summer. We finish there after five. And then what happens is, then the imam still wants to make a long dua, or everybody wants to make duas. We get to the Magbara, then it's six, seven o'clock because of the traffic. Mm. And then you, you go out of there at, uh, after Maghrib, and the workers has got to sit there and wait for you, which is, is not, unfair. Is it not I, your job? I mean, no, no it's, it's no. not really their job, unfortunately. Yes, they, they do it because they love what they're doing. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I would tend to disagree with Ibrahim in terms of um, the time. Mm. Um, the problem is that I have is that why can we not make Salatul Janaza after a walk? For that matter, Asr Salah. Now in the summer, we had huge problems where people want to bury after Asr. Yes, we want to have Jamaat Salah and not only family Jamaat Salah. Um, the disease require that duas, obviously. Of course, yeah. So, importantly, is that families is so vulnerable at the time of death, and then we come and we tell them, no, you cannot have salah of tasir because it's too late for for Mowbray. Mm. Mowbray doesn't want to accept people uh, or janazas for the latest half past four, half past four, even four o'clock. Four, yeah, wow. four past four. So, if you come in later, they're not going to assist you. So yes, we have to obviously, as undertakers, as death registrars, we have to speak to the family and make, make them comfortable and inform them as to 
how it works at the Makbara. And, and, and I can I can appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I mean, for Butai Prime or for Butai yeah. Akhya to come in and say, guys, you know what, these are the times. Yeah. I mean, surely you, you, you are, you're the, sure. first, you're sure. the first people that people are going to call in, a, in an event of a Janaza, yeah. you know, in, in your industry. And you guys are the best to be able to provide that information. Yeah. So don't get me wrong when I'm saying, um, or, or at least I'm not di- directing the the questions around jobs yeah. and everything else directed to you is just like hanging in the air in terms of, of rhetorical because if you look under normal labor relations matters, yeah. if, if you are employed to, to deliver a service for a certain amount of hours, perhaps it doesn't apply to them. Yeah. Do you they, know what I mean? They will deliver the service, but they want to get paid overtime. <clears throat> the, all the magbaras. And our people don't now, want to pay. So, 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 what is the earliest time of a janaza? Let's let, let's look at it from that perspective. What's the earliest time of a janaza? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock in the morning. Ten o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And so you saying ten o'clock? So okay, let's maybe not eight o'clock. Yeah. Right. Allah must not rehat mark and whatever. Yeah. By four o'clock, they will still be there. Yes. Right. So that's what seven hours. Hmm? Yes. But after that, they want overtime. Yes. Whether you come in there half past four, five no. o'clock? From, uh, from five o'clock, they want overtime. From five o'clock. Okay. Yeah. You see, families, families don't have a problem paying the overtime. The problem that we have is at the Makbaras. That's that only, uh, it's, 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 it's we only would say, Mowbray. We would say Mowbray. Mowbray. Yes, correct. Only Mowbray. Let's, let's only name Mowbray. Um, when, and, and majority of the people that come from the District 6, they want to go to Mowbray. Okay. Um, and yes... There is a problem, and the workers at the cemetery, Mowbray, they want to stay. They want to be there for the, for the, for the community. However, they are not allowed to be there mm. because of, obviously, the, the, the supervisors and the management of, 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 of the of the the cover stuff. Yeah, but but we're digressing away from 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 yeah, from, yeah, yeah, from, yeah. from, from um, No, no, absolutely. I was just also trying to process. understand. No. Yeah. Uh, I was I, trying I think to that's understand. A completely different issue. No, it is, but I'm I, I'm going to tell you why I've asked the question because there has been situations where I've when I did the breakfast show for arguments like and people would call me on air and they would say, "Kulam, do you know that at this magbara they they turned away, they turned us yeah, away." Absolutely. You know, what do you do with a, with a janaza? Absolutely. In, in in a case like that, that is why I thought of um, I, I yeah. thought I'll bring it up. Um, one one three zero. I got your message. I promise you, I'm going to read it. Just give me a few minutes. Let's go and break for the wakt of maghrib, and then thereafter we'll continue. Mowbray magbara has been mentioned, and that means that we'll have to give them a right to reply. So we're going to ask the news team to see if we can set something up for them uh, later on in the week, inshallah. After the break, inshallah. we'll continue. Burning issue on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum if you have just joined us. Uh, time now is uh, six minutes to the hour of uh, eight o'clock. That we're talking this evening about fight clubs. We're talking about death, basically, and basically the processes that uh, you know that and 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 yeah, the process that basically goes around it, and whether or not it is a feasible solution. A lot of people has been WhatsApping me, um, and before the break we spoke about what what it is or the difference between fight clubs and also the undertakers, etc., and the roles that they play. And uh, I want to get into some of the questions that came through on our WhatsApp. And I'm going to ask um, our gentleman to answer those questions for you. In, in studio, Ibrahim Solomon, who is the chairperson of uh, the chairperson of the Western Cape Undertakers Forum. And he also has his own burial society. What's the name of your burial society? Adi Miladad Burial Services. 
That one, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then we've got Yahya Canfield, who is an independent undertaker as well in studio with us. We have extended an invitation um, uh, to Armin Scruder um, to, to, to join us, and then also we extended um, an invitation to Buta Farid Khan as well, and we couldn't get hold of them as well this evening. So let's get into some of the messages that came. A lot of people are sharing comments around it as well, and I'm going to go through it. Let's start off with double one three zero. Kulam, I'd really appreciate it if you could please read my message. So let me just get this one out of the way. It says, um, that's, that's not for me. It says that uh, I'm asking, Salam, or I'm asking is for the driver of the Janaza, which is the hearse. Oh, okay, it's just the process that somebody um, picked up basically saying that the, that the, and I'm, I'm summarizing, I'm summarizing at double one three zero. It says that sometimes when the hearse comes to come and collect the body from the masjid or whatever, they drive at such a speed that they will end up at the Magbara before anybody else in the driver will just stand and wait until no. everybody comes and they feel that it is, um, it's, it's a lack of respect. They, sure. they, they think it's disrespectful to do that. Um, and this person was driving all the way from, uh, Beacon Valley, um, to the Constantia Magbara. So you can just imagine the speed, uh, says 1130. Thank you. I, I appreciate your comment. Um, here's another one. It says, Salam, can they please elaborate on the compulsory age of starting your own bookie? In terms of, um, you, you spoke about it when you reach 21, you need to start yeah. your own one. Yeah, I, I, differ, I differ there. I think it's uh, um, once you get married, you start okay. your own bookie. So if I'm 16 and I get married? You start your own bookie. Okay. So how does this impact females that are unmarried but still in the care of their fathers? For example, a father has two daughters over 21. They're still in the house. Does he need three books for each one of them? Um, one for himself and the two daughters as well as his wife. And what happens to the book when the daughter gets married in terms of the money? Well, um, the book is, if, 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 if for argument's sake, the father takes it, it would be the mother, the father. And the, the two, daughters. two daughters. Yeah. So daughter gets married. She starts her own bookie. No, she's saying they they're still living under. Yeah. The no, no. The, it will. It will. The four of them would be on the bookie. Yeah. But then, um, uh, uh, if if the daughter gets married, one of the daughters gets married. She comes off. They then start their own bookie. There's no money. If if you look at it, a janaza nowadays, as I said, between three thousand and ten thousand rand. So if you're paying, you're paying for the whole family. Okay. So if if all four of them die at the same time, all four of them are covered. Which, okay. if we look at it, if we look at it, if all four of them die at the same time, they all four are covered, and um, it, we take it for argument's sake. Uh, uh, at at five thousand rand a janaza, it would be twenty thousand rand that's paid out. Mm. If you look, if you look at uh, um, twenty five rand, thirty rand a month. If you look at it for a year, you've paid three hundred or, or, or three hundred and fifty rand for the year. And uh, you look 20 years, you've paid 6,000 rand, which, is, which, does, which covers one janaza nowadays. <clears throat> the question further goes on to say, um, is it true that the person over the age of 60 is not allowed to join a kefai clubs? Yes. If so, why? Some, yeah. some of the burial services do cut off at 60. Okay. And some obviously cuts off at 75. Okay, so yeah. now what happens in a case like that, Yahya? Well, unfortunately, yes. Um, and why? Why, why, why 60? Uh, I, I cannot speak about about that, unfortunately, for regards to the various burial services, because mm. I don't belong to them. I cannot speak for them. However, um, the best for for those sixty years and those and those seventy five years to to put that money aside 
prepare like soos ons ou mense gemaakt het, hulle kaffang reg. Um, and the kaffang is going to cost you at the range of 1, 2 and 1, 5. <coughs> um, to prepare in the meantime, get those stuff ready, get the money ready for kabber, in the kabber stand, depending on where you want to be buried. Um, yes, obviously the fees differs from Kabristan to Kabristan. Um, if I may, Johnson Road is charging one five, and that that only that only happens when 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 you want a reopening currently because of space. Mm. There's no space at Johnson Road at all. So if you are if if there's a cabra that is laying there for more than fifteen years, then they will reopen depending on if there wasn't a reopening either near or next to next to that cover and then they won't open that cover okay because they they might just damage the cover that is next to it that mm. is that is that fresh. is very new fresh in, in that yeah. in that manner in terms of mowbray there you need to pay a thousand seven hundred rand um a thousand seven hundred rand and if you want to reopen it will be it will cost you a 2,100 Okay, let me just ask this question on no. behalf of 2754. Uh, also speaking about yeah. uh, the age um, gap, etc. <coughs> wanted to know, um, so so if somebody is over 60, but they've joined the Kifai clubs when they were 21 yeah. or whatever, yeah. and they're over 60, uh, they just continue, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's for new members over the age of 16 well, that, that of rule applies. That is with certain burial services, remember Okay, that? yeah, yeah. I, I, I just want to latch on to what Yahya said, yeah. you must put your money aside. I will then tell the people, join my burial service. <laughs> because I, I, accept, I accept people of, of all ages. I, uh, I remember five years ago, because I, 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 I've got this, uh, um, this uh, thing in my mind when we don't know when we're going to die. Five years ago, uh, a family joined up, the mother and father was, was both in the 90s. Wow. The mother's still alive today. The father passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. So, 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 so we don't know when we're going to die. So, so tell me something quickly. Obviously, we don't know where. where and, and I think that is probably one of the most scariest things. It's not the fact that people don't make peace that everybody is going to leave this dunya one day. Yeah. I think when it does happen, I think a lot of people are shaken by whether or not they have everything to perform the janazah. Sure. And, and that is where people like you guys come into yeah. play. So, so that's the first thing. Let, let's get into some of a lot of the others are mostly just comments that, that are coming through, not necessarily questions, but there was one thing I guess we've made a for Firo. Is that Firo? Is not from Cape Town? Okay. Um, so uh, she says, I don't know what the Kifat Clubs is. Uh, so first time I hear from them. Uh, she's from PE, by the way. Yeah. Um, and she says, but in PE even, they got stamped by a, by a collector. And if you maningal, then those fees cover the bureau. So that's exactly what yeah. you... Yeah, yeah, way, she, she, she's living in Cape Town now. Yeah, yeah, she's living. I, mm. I, I eventually <laughs> explained to her what it is. And then she says, they don't call it that. I think they call it the, the bureau collector manachi. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So th- that's just a nice to have to throw in there very quickly. Um, so well, somebody actually said that you have your own bureau society as well. And then there was another comment that came through. It says, um, okay, now you spoke about the 1,800 rand, etc., etc. How much? Okay. And how does it work? <laughs> okay. I, I just want to, want, to, want to say this. Death comes at, an odd hour, at all odd hours. 
Yeah, yeah, but, but before, I'm still before you're sitting people, with a smile on your yeah. face, answer the question. Before people <laughs> used to do it, like I said, I mentioned it earlier at the offset, the Tukamanis used to be the guy in the corner. Yeah, or the guy uh, around the co- around the corner, or the you know the the the, the imam or whatever would hustle the body. Yeah, but nowadays you've got tukar monies, and we 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 are heading in that direction where the health department is going to clamp down on us mm. to so, so that they they they're going to regulate um, the tukar monies. Not as far as the Sharia is concerned. But as far as the, 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 the health department is concerned, so that um, they dispose of the water correctly mm. and all those things. But coming back to the, the how much, the, the whole thing is you get that person out of bed at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. Then you give him a 50 rand. He's petrol to wherever you are. Mm. Is much more than, than that 50 rand. So is it he inclusive? Spends, he spends there two, two, <coughs> two, uh, two or three hours hustling because... I can tell you one thing, when you get there, uh, when the Tukamani gets there, then there's always a problem and they must go and look for a cartel at the, at the masjid okay. and th- things like that. So these are things that people must try to realize that that person spends two, two hours there, he gets out of his hotbed, to not pay him. Mm. To think of the Slavats, to, to give the guy a Slavat, is, it doesn't make sense. Mm. Not in today's day, day, day and age. So, so, so you pay every month on your bookie, yeah. hypothetically yes. speaking, yes. right? Does it include the, the money for the Tukaman? Yes. Again, so again, yeah, I'm going to say my burial service, okay. yes. But yeah. some, of the, some of the burial services do give okay. a certain amount yeah. for the, for the Tukaman. Right. I, I, can, I can speak for Zamai to Tolibin that, that do give towards um, the Tukamani. The Tukamani yes. as well. They okay, cool. Lines are open on 0214 Voice of the Cape, Salaam Alaikum. Alaikum Sam. Who am I speaking to? Uh, you're speaking to Nizam Gulam. But the Nizam, yes. I'm listening. Gulam, uh, I just got a problem. And, uh, for number one, can you understand why there's a cap in terms of age? With means of what Bahrab would, what Volba would, and a burial society. It can he die for stand, it can he reasoning for stand, fun at me. You know, because you see, and we can only explain it, you know. You don't know when you're going to die, so uh, in terms of legislation, so you know, we need to practice on water use, you know, we might be managed by the city, right. uh, not Sharia, but I mean, in terms of Sharia, you die when you die. The other problem is, I've got a problem with Mowbray Kabarstan, it's a management uh, board, because the last time, too, on a Sunday when we wanted to bury my family, so we have a family plot, they couldn't do it. When we wanted to do it ourselves, we were threatened that they're going to call the police. So Mowbray Management Board is a massive problem. Yeah. And um, it can't me for stand, uh, why, you know, because our part of the questioning was to contact them also to ask them why we are not allowed to bury after Asar or those type of things. Mm. You just can't seem to get hold of these people. The information is not available. But Nizam, I think we, we have also explained that I'm going to ask you not to mention any organization or persons no, no, in no, particular. No, experience. Um, I mean, no, no, I I understand that. To, to, understand. Then I phoned VOC and I told them what is happening. Yes. Because at the same day, on that Sunday, a friend of mine, his sister passed away. They live in shelter. They couldn't go bury there. Mm. So, uh, so, Park. Mm. 
Now I understand. You and know, I th- so and see, these are the type of things that you are dealing with. Now you tell me I mustn't. But they are the people that giving me. They gave us hassles. No, I understand that. I understand that, and I, and, I, and I can appreciate your, your, your comment and your frustration at that point in time. And that is why I said earlier as well is that we will get uh, Mowbray Magbara um, to come on board and explain what their processes are. I hope I make dua that you do become successful in that because I mean I've been struggling for some time. I mean, always hit. My mother has got family. Uh, they've got family there to support them, and on my father's side, they also do have. Mm. And you know, when you talk to the people that are in charge there, and uh, I'm putting it down, you don't see them now because I normally go there on weekends, and uh, all they tell you is speak to the board. Mm. Okay, shukran so much. Okay, appreciate Salaam it. Salaam. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And, uh, and of course, I mean, you understand the frustration, but at the yeah. same time, you also have to respect the, 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 the industry that we are in, in terms of from a media perspective, is that we need to also give people the right to reply, even if they don't want to come on board mm. and, and speak to us about it. At least we can say that, um, you know, that we have tried, as is the case with some of our guests of that were supposed to okay. join us this evening. But I do understand uh, the frustration, and I can, and I can appreciate that. Um, somebody want to know your contact details we're going to share all your details a little bit later mm-hmm. um, and uh, Mr. Mr. Ibrahim Solomon has uh, been very um, nice and specific uh, if you come to my bureau society you mentioned your bureau society 10 times this is how much it's going to cost tell you what let's play the bulls on the other side of the break um, uh, I want to get hold of Sheikh Riyad Fatar he is the um, second deputy president of the Muslim Judicial Council and uh, also head of the cemetery board which is under the auspices of the MJC. But before we go there, Salam, can you please put um, the numbers up of the, um, by all the masjids of Tukamani's where people uh, actually pass away so that we can find them a little bit more easily. I think with regards to Tukamani's, just help out here yep. quickly. Is it because somebody make, make a very good suggestion to say, put it up at the masjid, etc., where your Tukamani is in your area. But if you do belong to a reputable um, burial society sure. or associated with an undertaker, sure. then you won't have that hassle. Absolutely. Am I am I right? Yeah, correct. correct. Okay. Correct. Let's play the balls. On the other side, we continue. Burning issue on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum if you have just joined us. Uh, 2748 says, Assalamu alaikum. The Bureau Societies only um, uh, give the Tukamani, for example, 150 rand, but the onus is also on the family to also appreciate them. Tukamanis are the ones who do health ref- uh, ah, Let me get it right. Tukamanis are the ones that does health risk jobs. Did you ever think about that and if it's really worth it? If you think about it, ne? Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely uh, is. I, I, I said once, I don't fail week in a Linux. Yeah, you. I hear you. I wanted to get hold of Sheikh Riyad Fatah. Let's uh, see if we can get hold of him. And uh, he's obviously the second deputy president of the MGC as well um, as the head of the cemetery committee. Let's see if this industry is something that can be regulated.
Welcome back to Burning Issue. Assalamu alaikum. If you have just joined us, and uh, I said that I wanted to get uh, Sheikh Riyad Fatar, who is the second deputy president of the Muslim Judicial Council and also head of the MJC Cemetery Committee, to just sort of unpack some of the things for us and the issues that they deal with with regards to the Cemetery Committee. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum, and shukran so much for joining us always on Voice of the Cape. Wa alaikum salam, rahmatullahi ta'ala, barakatuh, habibi, and respected listeners. Ahlam wa sahlam wa marhaban bikum. Sheikh, let's kick it off quickly. Um, in terms of a cemetery committee, what is the role of the cemetery committee under the MJC? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashraf al-Muttalin. Sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi jama'in. Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yasir li amri wa ahlul uqadatan min lisani afraw kawli. Gulam and respected listeners, the Muslim Judicial Council Cemetery Management Committee or MANCOM um, deals, uh, number one is we have an, an MOU, Memorandum of Understanding with the city, that the Muslim Judicial Council oversees all the Muslim allotments at the municipal cemeteries. For that reason, the MDC has appointed very experienced people with 25, 30 and more years um, to be area committees for uh, these uh, municipal cemeteries where they are located. So you have one on the border of Mitchell's Bay and Kailicha. You have one in Gasset Park. You have one in um, Tau. And so wherever the Belmont and so on, wherever they are spread. So these areas can take in um, where people have a janaza and a, a, what you call it, a hole needs to be booked. They will do that via the the municipality, and um, and that is how it is done from that side, and to make sure everything runs good. So from the city side, we are um, we have meetings with them to make sure that there's enough burial space. And by the way, we are running out of burial space, and we need to do something about that. So the Muslim Judicial Council sits down together with our area committees or those that serve on the MENCOM um, to discuss with the city how do we deal with burial space that we need and where do we get and whatever the case may be. And our contact from the city side will be Mrs. Susan Bryce. Um, that is as far. And then whatever issues come up in terms of that, whether people can afford or not afford um, a janaza and so on, uh, that is also dealt via that. Right. And this is how we try and keep and streamline the issues that come up. And one of the major issues is the late comings of Janazas that is creating a massive problem because of the present situation of uh, people being attacked at the cemeteries and so on. One of the other things that we also deal with, but we don't oversee is that of the uh, burial societies and what we know as Kifite clubs. Um, in actual mm. fact, I don't even think there's any more Kifite clubs as we know it. Mm. Um, and there one wants to warn the community that unfortunately you do find some uh, scrupulous people going around acting as a Kifite clubs and the community suffers at their hands because they are not given... Uh, what they were told or promised at the beginning, or some of them have changed the rules over the years, and um, what the people thought they were going to get at the beginning, they don't get at the end. So I'm really very happy for Voice of the Cape handling this issue. We have recorded quite a bit of burial societies at the MJC, and when we get the opportunity one day, 
um, then uh, really in the mood to name and shame those that are doing so bad to our community. And that's exactly what it is that we want to talk about this evening, um, Sheikh. You know, uh, it has been reported a couple of times as well where people pay a certain amount of money. And, uh, you know, when it comes, somebody actually said 13 years ago they've been paying 95 rand per month. Uh, that amounts to about 1,140 rand over a period um, of 13 years. And when they wanted to go to the to the fight clubs in this uh, case, they found that the company has been or the organization has been dissolved. And so there's no recourse. But what happens in a case like that? To, um, is, is there any recourse from the cemetery committee side uh, to those people, Sheikh? Well, that is another thing. You know, we've been speaking about the Umrah issue and how that should be regulated. We've had the, the Harpy schools issue and how that should be regulated and madrasas. Another issue that should be regulated is the burial societies. And burial societies, and, and I've said it in meetings, cannot be regulated by themselves, like all of the other people that are in that industry, to regulate themselves. And this is another avenue that the Muslim Judicial Council will have to pay attention to. Wallahi, it's very sad, Gulam respected listeners, when old people come to you, or their families come to you and say, my mother or my father has been paying for years and, and and when we went there, we didn't get what we're supposed to. All people don't know what the rules are anymore and things like that. And, and worse than that is, and we followed up all of these things where these people just simply disappeared. And there must be rules on who can be a burial society. We've had one occasion of a person that worked in the building industry, got some money, and he decided he's going to have a burial society. Because he doesn't know what he's doing and how it works, uh, it all tumbled down and, and, and people couldn't get their money and stuff and he disappeared. So, yeah, it, it needs to be regulated and people need to, uh, we need to do something about it. The other thing also that I had said to some of the burial societies are older people that have come to the ages of 70, 75, they should be exempted by that time. Because these, these people are paying 30, 40 years already. Mm. And, and if uh, they can't keep up with the payments when it comes to pension time and things like that. By that time, people should have been exempted and say, don't worry, Titi, don't worry, Buddha. You're paying for 30, 40 years. Uh, we don't, we're not going to take any money by you. There was one person that came into the MDC. He was so scared. I tell you, he came to me and he said, sir, I am appointing you that if I die, you must make sure that I am covered in every way that I should be covered. It was quite a responsibility, but I took it wow. because you feel sorry for our old people. Of what course. do you tell an old person? They yeah. are afraid what is going to happen. How soon can we see something becoming a little bit more organized when it comes to, you know, the burials or the burial society on behalf of the, of the MGC and the cemetery committee? How soon can we see some progression ar- around that? Kulam, it's very difficult to answer that. We're busy with the happy schools at the moment and we must get policies and things right in place so that people can see that it will benefit them and benefit the students. And we also need to get the buy-in and, and, and the working together of the burial societies and the organizations that they formed and so on so that we first get on a nice good footing to benefit our community at the end of the day, inshallah ta'ala. But um, let me rather say sooner than later, inshallah ta'ala. Inshallah. Inshallah.
Inshallah. Sheikh, I'm going to put you on the spot with one last question. There's a lot of these uh, big corporates that are coming now on board. You know, these big in- insurance companies is coming on board and they're saying that they needed to look at uh, also regulating the industry where they are offering packages to, to t- you know, funeral policies, basically. Um, and they're changing the rules slightly a little bit more to accommodate the Muslim burials, etc. Is that something that, um, you know, that you would encourage? On the face of, I would, I would probably say that the Muslim community support the Muslim burial societies that are there to help them because those that are doing good work, Ulam, they are helping the community. Mm. They are running around. They are running and they're doing extra. They're doing more than what is required. They run to get a body out of the, out of the hospital, out of the morgue. They make sure that the Tukamani is there. They make sure that other things are in place and whatever the case may be. So it is, it's not easy for me to say just bypass all of their good work uh, because there are good people that are in the burial societies. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget that these other companies come in for the profit only. I'm sure they do. Shukriya Qatar, second deputy president of the MGC, and also head of the MGC Cemetery Committee. Shukran so much for your time this evening on Burning Issue. Appreciate it. alaikum. Sheikh Riyad Fattah, of course, uh, the second deputy president of the MJC as well as uh, the head of the cemetery committee uh, under the auspices of the MJC. Let's play the balls on the other side. We continue. Right, lines are open 0 Your opportunity to engage the guests in studio this evening. We're talking about Kifite clubs. We're talking about whether or not it is feasible and what it is that they do. The difference between the Bureau Society and also a, um, the Undertakers and what it is that they do. Just a complimentary message, uh, Buta Ibrahim, from 3082. I'd like to just... Um, I commend Buta Ibrahim. Uh, they've given us excellent service for the Janazah of my late husband in 2020. Apparently, that uh, you had to go and fit your body in Hermanus, uh, this one says. Uh, I'm not going to go too much in detail with it, but apparently you and your organization, you fetched the body, you did everything for the family, excellent service, and they didn't have to do any running around, and it comes from 3082. That's nice. You know, sometimes you get the criticisms, um, but you also get, you, you need to take the good with the bad, Absolutely. you know, um, and that, that, that was a, a feather in your cap. Um, um, it says, Asalaamu Alaikum, Kulam Shukran for the excellent program. These burial societies are a total ripoff. We have uh, buried three people who were not in the burial society. We pay 3,500 rand to the undertakers. He organized the hole, the hearse, the Tukamani, gave Saraka for the driver, the Tukamani, the man who dug the hole, did all the paperwork, the death certificate, registered the death, sorted out everything with home affairs, Alhamdulillah, and everything for 3,500 rand. And this is just what dealing with um, an undertaker, says one six six. A lot of people also, and I, and I spoke to um, uh, Sheikh Riyad Fatar whether or not the industry sh- uh, should be regulated. The one thing that a lot of people are making their eyes big for now is that you've got these big corporate insurance companies that are now offering, um, what do they call it? Li- not life, is it life insurance? Life insurance, it's more, it's more funeral. Oh, funeral, funeral cover, funeral, funeral cover. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously you pay something like 26 rand yeah. a month, um, and these big companies are now saying, wait, but yes, money to be made with the Muslim uh, um, uh, burials as well. And they're now designing a plan, and I believe this is where you and I had a disagreement downstairs with Dave, right? Um, I be- you saying it's been coming on for years. It has been. Um, there, there's been there's been um, organisations, big corporate organisations that that has 
they, they structured it years ago already for the Muslims. Yeah. But the, 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 the downside to it is they um, only work office hours. Okay. So if you die um, over a weekend, you've got to wait until Monday before you can bury your person. Okay. Unless you pay out of your pocket and then claim the money. Claim, yeah. Uh, or when, when, when uh, somebody passes away at night, <coughs> uh, you've got to wait if you don't have the money. Mm. If you have the money, that's fine. All, all good and well. Mm. Um, then you can wait. Not only that, they also underwritten. Um, and, and, and yeah, I must just also say that some of our Muslim burial uh, societies is also underwritten. Um, but then it becomes, you know, uh, out of uh, 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 the Sharia, where um, interest, uh, it becomes interest-bearing yeah. and all those things. I mean, it's a fine line. Many people will say that uh, they, they use the Sharia-compliant banks and things uh. like that. But it is, it is uh, there's a fine line. Fine line, yeah. But we, 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 we know that it, 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 it will be um, uh, riba. That will be collected. Right. Uh, but I have, if I can yeah. also just bring you in here very quickly. Um, somebody wanted to know, and again, I'm just summarizing quickly because I want to open up the lines. The lines, in fact, are open, so you can give me a call um, on 21 Before we get into this message, there was one that says, I, I have a bookie. Um, it cost me 1,400 Um I'm over 60 years old now, and I want to latch on to another one with regards to this, is there, if somebody joined a Kifite Clubs or an Undertaker or whatever, let's say they joined that organization when they were now 18, or whatever, or whatever, 18, and they are now 70. Is there a cut of time where you can say, you know what, you don't have to pay anymore because you've basically paid your 6,000 Rand or 10,000 Rand up. So in an event of a Janaza, you will be covered. Or does that person continue to pay? Yeah, that, that would possibly be very nice. Um, but I, I doubt if it is going to work like that. Uh, uh, maybe Ibrahim can speak of, on behalf of his organization. I, um, but it would be a nice nice gesture. Yes, if, if a person becomes 90 years old, why should the person still pay? Mm. That, is, that is a huge question. And, and that should be, should be stopped or, or even that person shouldn't be paying anymore because for the many years that they have been yeah, because paying. technically yeah. he's been paying his 10,000 rand. Okay. Yeah, um, absolutely. Gulam, uh, I, I, I know of, of people that, that have spoken to me that has joined my burial services. Yeah, here we go again. <laughs> um, they've been to other, uh, other burial societies and they were refused. So um, I've introduced something different where I sign up the children. Okay. The children can include a set of parents. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so, and and if they do join up in the forties, and they get to pensionable age, I then cut them off because then they would have paid ah, up. Paid so up at sixty, sixty-three. Yeah. So, 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 you see, um, in that that twenty years that they've paid, they would have paid for both husband and wife mm. a full janaza. I don't know what what a janaza will cost in twenty years' time. But obviously, when they reach pensionable age, they would have, would have, uh, um, that, that is within my policy, they then cut off. They don't no. pay any longer. Okay. But um, same thing goes, and ma- many people, that, and I know that, that the, the reason for, 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 for the other burial societies um, refusing them is that they say that, uh, 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 and, and uh, people normally tell me that, you uh, 
en jylle jong daar, vir mm. die, hoekom wacht jylle tot jylle 60, 70 jaar uitraak, voor jylle kie feitkloos wil uithaal. Right, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, got a question quickly, it says, um, can you please ask your guest, what happens if people skip payments for the kifaitklops, for argument's sake, okay. um, and they pass away, and, you know, does it still pay yeah. out, or? Yeah. Okay, for Jamaia to Tolibin, um, depending on how, how long and how many months they are in arrears, in, 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 intent of paying the full amount, they deduct that various month that is that they are in the years and then they just pay out the, the, the balance. The balance, yeah. okay. Um, yes, um, there, is, there is clauses in the booklet that states that if you are more than three months in the years, your, your, your membership will be, will be terminated. However, yes, Jamaidu Tolibin is very lenient in terms of that. Mm. Um, because of circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Ob- obviously. And yes, they just deduct that amount of money for the month that they are in the years. Okay, let's get into another question quickly. It says, what is the cost involved to go via burial service and that of an, indep- and, uh, and that of an independent undertaker? I'm more worried of the cost to get a body released from a hospital or a mortuary. Estimated cost would be appreciated. And then also registering the death at home affairs. Okay, um... As an independent undertaker, my service is obviously free. Um, whether we have to collect body, whether we have to pro- prepare documentation, get the fingerprints done, that I do for free. Um, however, I don't have a hearse, unfortunately. Mm. And I, I depend on various um, burial services, burial societies, and and community like like various um, areas, like Heidefeld, right. uh, Kathkin, they do have their own hearse. Um, I, I depend on them to, 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 to grant me a hearse. And, and that comes with a cost, unfortunately, yes. Okay. Um, it, and it ranges from, from 350 rand up to, to 500 rand, um, depending on where, where the body needs to be collected. Mm. Um, in terms of the registration of the death, that I also do myself. I do that and I go on to my time when I, when I have a time available to go to home affairs, do the registration of the death at home affairs and bring the family their death certificate. However, yes, we can give the family the papers and, and go to home affairs themselves. Okay. However, it is, it, is, it is teething for the families or people out there that doesn't know the processes at home affairs is going to become frustrated for them if even if I go for my ID uh, to an application yeah. for an ID it's frustrating it's sitting the there and you don't know where, where to go to and which counter you have to go to um, because we go there every second day we know what is going on at home affairs that right. is why I, I decide that rather let's do it myself um, and obviously, you, uh, you know, but both of you, I mean, yeah. by going through that process, you people starting to know already, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, okay, yes, if yeah. I am, whatever, they know what you're coming Absolutely. for. So it's a little bit more yeah. of a streamlined process. This one says, Salam all on board. I'm a Christian. I pay 340 Rand for a year. And if I pass on the policy payout to 20,000 Rand, um, and then you can obviously choose your own undertaker. Just a comment that came through from uh, 6073. Another comment that also came through, it says, um, Salam, my husband handle all his and my family. Family's burials, we're not in need of any service. That's the duty of each family family member to be educated. I think that's also a very important point important. from 8021. Yeah. I mean, it's for you to 
Ek is die man in die huis, for me to make sure that my family is sorted, yeah. how I do it is to make sure to make contact with Buta Ibrahim, or yeah. to, to, to make contact with Buta Yahya, to be able to inform me, because I could be missing some steps as well. Mm. Um, the, the problem with, with, with time of death, there's always confusion. Um, at first, um, you would either want to call your undertaker that you know, yeah. um, that, that will guide you through the process. Um, I know who I'll call. Ah, <laughs> One of you. <laughs> so yes, um, the the most important thing is we need to declare whether the person is as this has died, right? And that needs to be done by a professional person, um, whereby it is requested for you to it is required of you to to call the paramedics, mm. um, and then obviously the police has to come out to come and make sure that there is no foul play in, involved, right. which they will also give a document. Doesn't matter whether the person is a hundred years old. Mm. Um, still person, process, yeah, yeah. If the person dies at home, families doesn't have to worry as long as the person has got a medical history, and mm. and, and and goes to hospital regularly and gets his treatment, and and not defaulting on medication, and then we would have we won't have a problem. So the police will then come and hand out the documentation. The paramedics will give a declaration, and then we have to call the doctor. Right. The doctor has to give a notice of death. Of which three documents, three pages has to be mm. completed. One of one of the documents need to be completed by one of us or one of the undertakers right. um, before we can proceed with Janaza. I've got ten minutes left before I need to wrap it up from <laughs> our side, and I promise everybody's asking me for your contact details, and we're going to share those details a little bit later. Uh, but in the meantime, voice of the Cape, Salaam alaikum. Hello, Salaam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Sorry, I wasn't uh, 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 sure. I just called and it links directly to you. Okay. My name is Shanaz. I've just been listening to your program um, and I just wanted uh, um, to say that, you know, we had four Janazas in our family in, you know, December. Wow. And um, um, Ibrahim was uh, Solomon, mm. the undertaker. Uh, my sister and her husband, they actually were members for just over a year. Mm. And um, and then we had two after that, and they weren't members. But I mean, it was exactly the same. You know, the the the, the way it was handled. We phoned. They were there within you know within the hour uh, to see to absolutely everything well. uh, down to uh, you know the papers, the um, the, the home affairs uh, registration of death. Mm. And um, and you know when when the the family is ill prepared. Mm. And to have an undertaker actually, um, and especially with the way it was handled by Brian and his team, you know, he came in and they're so sensitive. They stand aside. It's not like, you know, we are here, we're taking over. Everyone out of the way, uh, they dealt with the situation, you know, in a very sensitive right. fashion. Right. And that is, you know, I didn't actually acknowledge it. I was just listening to it now and I then realized that, mm. uh, you know, that was overlooked because sometimes, you know, um, you know, pe- people just want to get the, the job done yeah. and get it over with. But everything. Are you still there? Mm-mm. It seems we've lost that call there. But another an, another compliment coming to okay. you and your service. Well done, well done, Ibrahim. Um, just another a message quickly came in here saying that they started a bookie in 1996 with a particular bureau, um, paid up to 2013. The last payment was 300 and I then moved to the northern suburbs and I joined another one. Is that just uh, money lost? No. 
No, it should be carrying on to depending on the membership number. It should be carrying. Yeah, on. and if the yeah. member member carried on paying. Yeah, if, absolutely. Uh, you see, okay. you see that the onus is on 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 that particular member. Some people just just don't pay, and when death strikes, they want to run around and say. Then they want to blame the burial societies. Mm. I mean, I I, I I know of a member that called me two weeks after his wife passed away, and said to me that his wife uh, died. So I said to him, okay, well, right, where's the body? And he said, but she's buried. Mm. He didn't know that she was. In, she, they belonged to a burial society. It's only two weeks later wow. when he went through the bank <laughs> statements and saw that the monies was paid into the account. <laughs> Okay. You understand? That's, that's, that's a different uh, uh, swing you, of it. You know, people, yeah. people tend, with Kifite corpses, they tend to think that we must give them the food for the janaza as well. Yeah. They, I was going to get to that. They, they think that we must give them the flowers for the janaza as well. Yeah. All those things. And then they complain about the 25 rand, the 50 rand, the 100 rand that they pay to a burial society every month. Yeah. And the 20 years. You see, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that with all the, the burial societies, there is clauses that is in the bookie. Mm. Uh, the, the rules and the regulations and, and what is due to them, that is all written inside the bookie. Mm. It's all there yeah, yeah. To, to be stipulated. Let's get and pay the bills. You're touching on the food and that. That was actually one of the points that I wanted to bring on in terms of the expectation um, of, of some of the family members. Yeah. You know, where does, where does the buck stop? You know, uh, some of the food is liquor. Let's go and pay the bills on the other side. We continue. Welcome back to the burning issue on Voice of the Cape. And a lot of people are saying that they've switched burials without, of um, course, without uh, cashing in on their money or in an event of a janaza and they, they feel that they've just lost the money. And I think the gentleman spoke about that, you know, that you need to read the fine print in your, in your contract that you sign up with them in your bookie, you know, how it works. And usually there is an amount that will be paid out based on how much you've paid, basically, in a nutshell. Uh, we're going to try and make this uh, audio available on iono.fm after the show by tomorrow or so, inshallah if you want to go and um, take a listen to that but we need to wrap up we've got five minutes left uh, before we wrap up and I want to give uh, those uh, f the five minutes to the gentleman in studio just to answer one more question we're not going to talk about the food that is the responsibility I didn't even know that acne is the cheapest I, just I'm, by I'm, the way I'm going I'm to tell you again I'm going to tell you again Gulam my video service <laughs> offers food <laughs> That's yeah. nice. <laughs> That's, That's nice. nice. <laughs> is it, yeah, but is it acne? Is it acne? Acne. The cheapest. The cheapest. The cheapest. Yes. I see me have and edges and bunches as yeah. beer. Uh, uh, very serious topic, but some light moments in there as well. Just very quickly, let, let, let's talk about in an event where somebody doesn't belong to a Kifai clubs or, you know, associated to an undertaker or anything. What happens in an, in an event like that? Well, um, Gulam, I, I also do janazas um, <coughs> privately. I mean, besides people, m members of the burial society. Uh, well, they've got to follow the, 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 the steps. They need a death registrar. They need a, 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 a um, hearse. They need a hole, obviously, to bury the person. They need a tuka money to wash and, and rustle the, uh, and, and kafan the, the, the person. They need kafan. And uh, um, that is basically it. And the cost, like I said, between 3,000 and 10,000 Rand. That, that is the amount of money that you need. 
that's excluding the food. Mm. Let's look at somebody that doesn't have the money. Can I can I speak on uh, as an undi- uh, 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 independent undertaker? Absolutely. Not not as an not as an, a society <laughs> like Ibrahim is. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, he cannot speak the way I'm speaking. <laughs> So yeah, um, once again, I'm gonna say to you that, or to the to the to the public out there, that my services are free. Um, whether you have burial service, whether you don't have burial service, I am available to anybody with no boundaries. Um, should you don't have anything, which we know, Golden Gate, Krifgat mm-hmm. in other words, those people. Many of them doesn't belong to a burial service, and many of them is come on come on time of death. They 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 call on assistance. So yes, we have various societies and organisations like, if I may mention, Muslim Hands, um, Mustadafin Foundation, um, Islamic Relief that that offers those type of assistance, um, which I touch on. So yes, I, I call on them for assistance. Should we don't have a kafang available? Um, we, I call on them mm. and they would assist um, when it comes to funding for the whole yes they would also assist obviously we need to we need to obviously request via via various and processes, yeah. processes. Um, but yes they are willing and they're always um, assisting when when the need comes um, so so what we do is myself um, some people receive nine planks and they only use eight planks at the at the cupboard Okay. So that extra plank I bring home, mm. and I keep it together until I I. I so this is I, another need. I perhaps. have, a, I have yeah. a nine together so that I can assist those people that mm. that that's, that's in need. So then I also have people that belongs to various different organizations, different societies, burial societies. They belong to Jamaat Tolibin and they also belong to Kudut, and then they collect from both. Right. And then they sit with an extra kafang and also extra mm. set of planks, and I scully that from them. Right. And then I keep it with me for, for that time when, okay. when people need. So yes, um, I try my utmost to, so, to save people from not taking out money or searching from the neighbors, mm. and where we can assist, we will assist. Alhamdulillah. Big, big problem, Gulam. Yeah. Big problem for us in the industry. <laughs> Can you help him? This is this is the problem. This is yeah. this is why I said to you earlier yeah. that I am all for that yeah. this this industry must be regulated. Okay. It must be regulated for the simple reason because there is organisation that hands kafan mm. and and funding for holes to to undertakers and to certain people and they make money out of it. Mm. Okay. And this is this is from the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Forums site right. where it we, needs to be regulated. We need to we need to wrap it up. And I think I mean I mean from my side, from what I what I learned from both of you guys yeah. is that you're doing sterling work in the community. Humbly, I think humbly. I think that when people yeah, Ibrahim Solomon or, or, or Yahya uh, Kanfu, I mean they they know that you you guys you know I'm, just by gathering from the messages that came through yeah, and I wish I could have read mm. through all of them. It was most of the most messages that came in were complimenting the two of you in yeah. the work that you humbly, do. So humbly, 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 humbly. Allah humbly. bless you. 
abundantly, inshallah, and, and plant the disease, genital food. That's a very serious topic. You know, um, although we find some light moments in between, like we always do with many, many other things as well. But I think a lot of people also need to take, um, you know, cognizant of the fact that sometimes the responsibility lies with them as well to Absolutely. make, um, you know, provision. that provision and concession in their budgets for things like Absolutely. this as well. I'm going to ask uh, Butayahia. Uh, yeah, let's start with Ibrahim first for a contact number. If anybody want to make contact with you, people are asking me for your contact numbers, so let's get it out there. You can contact me on 072-8270-983. I'll repeat it. 072-8270-983. Alternatively, you can go onto my Facebook page, Hadi Milladad Burial Services, is H-A-A. T-H-I-E-M-A-L-L-A-T-H-A-A-T, burial services. Um, I'm very active on, on the on Facebook page. I'm also on, uh, um, what's the other thing? Instagram uh, and no, Twitter. No, I'm not on Instagram and Twitter, but you can Google, Google Adi that burial services. Okay. Uh, mm. And I'm... Just you a can, call away. You can WhatsApp me. Oh, fantastic. WhatsApp as well. But I hear your contact number as well. I, I, I'm unfortunately very streetwise. It's <laughs> only so, so sophisticated. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I'm, I'm 24 hours available, as I said, um, on my number 084-785-9823. Gentlemen, shukran so much for your time this evening. I appreciate it. And keep on with the good work. Inshallah, Allah reward you. Inshallah. Amen, amen, amen. We're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much to Faldi Fandalele as well as uh, Tasnim Adams that was on production uh, for this evening. My name is Gulam Fakir. I'm uh, standing in for Yazid Kamaldin. I will be on breakfast from next week, inshallah. So uh, looking forward to engaging with you there as well. 0115-6410. Everybody else, shukran so much for your contribution to the show. And I'm going to leave you with some wise words of my granny. She said to me, and I love Kim in fact she was my mother she always used to say that I was the youngest one uh, which I wasn't obviously but she always used to share these little bit of advices you know um, for anything that I did and she said to me my boy the only reality in this life is death May Allah grant us all a long and healthy life, inshallah. I mean, and for those who have passed on, grant them genital fridos, inshallah. From myself, Gulam Fakir, have a lekker evening. It's Tuesday evening, but the Yusuf Fisher is up next with a caravan after his shy. So stay tuned. It's coming up in the next couple of minutes. Until we speak again, fiya manillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM